where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! Ha <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work. In a stunning turn of events, Western University has decided to be an actual university. Engage in rational thought and salvage whatever was left of its science and biology department. They've dropped their experimental gene therapy injection mandate. And as we'll show you, we think that we here at the Liberty Coalition Canada played a little bit of a part in that decision. Second, Hamilton police are investigating the suicide of a student at Redeemer University, a Christian university in Ancaster, Ontario. It's tragic whenever someone takes their own life, and it is especially heartbreaking when it's a youth or young adult that does so. However, we have to point out that amidst this terrible situation, Christians need to understand what's going on as it presents an opportunity for those on the left to further crack down on Christians for holding to a biblical view of marriage and sexuality. In our episode today, we look at two universities with two very different circumstances and one clear reality. Sin in the world causes people to do awful things. It's November 30th. I'm Andrew DiBartolo. That's Matt Halleck. And this is the Liberty Dispatch. Welcome to the Liberty Dispatch, broadcasting across enemy lines into the Canadian culture war. We are so thankful that you have joined us once again on the program. And as always, we want you to help us out by helping getting our content out to more people. And you can do that by liking, subscribing, rate and reviewing and sharing our programs. We're coming to you today on Wednesday, November the 30th, instead of our usual Thursday, because tomorrow we're having a special episode with one Dr. Malone, where we are going to drop some groundbreaking statistics on unexplained deaths in Canada. And he's going to tell us about some of the safety concerns and efficacy concerns surrounding the COVID gene therapy. Uh, all our programs are over at the FLF Network. That's the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, flfnetwork.com. Com, and you can check out all our podcasts as well as various other podcasts over on their network as well as the app, which you can download from the Google Play or Apple App Store. Also, be sure to go over to our website, check out libertycoalitioncanada.com where you can check out all things LCC, whether it's our advocacy Whatever it may be, please go over there. And especially in this season of giving, we would ask you to prayerfully consider a donation to the Liberty Coalition Canada. We have an ambitious goal to raise $400,000, even higher than our initial goal of $300,000, because we want to continue to bring you more and more programming, different avenues of programming and continue to upscale the quality and the value of the programming that you are getting. So that is really our ambitious goal, but we know we can meet that goal with the help of you, our dear listeners and viewers. So if you would scan the QR code or go over to our website, click on the donation tab and consider leaving a donation over there. Finally, please reach out to us at info at libertycoalitioncanada.com. That's info at libertycoalitioncanada.com, where you can get a hold of us directly with any of your comments, your questions, or your concerns. Well, Matt, before we get into our first story, we have to say that it is brought to you by our friends over at Bull Bitcoin. 
born out of the desire to separate money from the state, Bitcoin epitomizes freedom money, an uncensorable network programmed around digital scarcity where the individual is in full control and accountable for his own property. Bull Bitcoin, Canada's most trusted Bitcoin exchange since 2013, is a 100% self-funded company led and operated by incorruptible activists for individual liberties and freedom. At Bull Bitcoin, security and privacy are priority. Customers' funds are transferred directly to their Bitcoin wallet in their own possession. With Bull Bitcoin, you never run the risk of losing your money. You own the money. Sign up today at mission.bullbitcoin.com LCC and get started with your account's creation today. Contact Bull's best in the business customer support team at any point to request assistance throughout the process. Take control of your money. Mission.bullbitcoin.com slash LCC. For our first story, talking about Western University dropping the jab mandates, we actually have Belinda the Goodwitch, one of our most trusted, reliable, and diligent correspondents. She's been on the ground for us, covering a lot of stories around the province. She is on the ground right now in London, Ontario. Belinda, what's going on right there now in, in London, Ontario? Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. There you have it, Andrew. That's as, great news. Yeah, as great you said, news. one of our, our chief correspondents is always on the scene right when like we we'll, need her. <laughs> I feel like we'll be hearing a lot from her in the days ahead, and I have this strange feeling that she's going to be pretty consistent in her reporting, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. So I want to read for our audience what, I mean, obviously we don't know the tone, but when I read these words, all I could hear was this reluctant white flag statement from Western University. This uncle, uncle, I guess we give in, even though we don't want to. At least maybe I'm biased, but that's what I, I heard. This is right from the Western University website. To the Western community, before we enter the busy exam season, we want to thank you for taking care of yourselves, each other, and our community. With your help, Western has minimized the impact of COVID-19 and offered a consistent, positive on-campus experience this term. Western has committed to regularly reviewing our vaccination policy. Based on the latest consultation with our medical experts and local public health, we are revoking our vaccination policy and will no longer require students, employees, and visitors to be vaccinated to come to campus. Now, let me tell you what that should read, because we're here on the Liberty Dispatch. If there's one thing we like to do, it's cut through the euphemism. So that's a lot of gobbledygook. That sounds like a, a carbon copy of announcements from public health or from the federal government or the provincial government. So let me tell you what they really mean or what they really would want to say, but they can't because of PR. This is what it should read. Based on the enormous pushback and uproar, like provincial premiers dropping mandates after the trucker convoy, we have decided that we can no longer sustain the negative press and the pressure from organizations like the Liberty Coalition Canada, who fought and worked with five students to seek religious exemptions and be on us like a dog on a bone. We have decided that we can't be tyrants like our prime minister and health czars any longer. So this is a win. This is a big win for freedom. This is a big win for us. And when I said earlier that we have something to do with it, that wasn't just being hyperbolic. Our chief litigator has been working with five Western students who were willing to go public. There were mm -hmm. actually more who were looking for representation, but were not willing to stake their name and, and, and actually go public. But mm -hmm. five Western students were willing to go public. So we were working with them, helping to secure religious exemptions putting pressure on Western. We had success in one case. We did, Notably, right? so. And, yeah. and we're putting pressure on them on social media. Mm -hmm. We were actually planning a, a, a significant rally at Western. We already contacted local people, both around Western, pastors, organizers, key political and social figures in the area. 
we were planning a massive rally, which we still might have to do if they backtrack and become tyrants again. So if you go to Western and you hear this, just let them know if you do this nonsense again, we're coming for you. But we, we put tremendous pressure on them. And I think like with the premiers who pulled back the mandates after the trucker convoy or the shakeup we saw in the conservative leadership, I think that our work and our pressure here at Liberty Coalition Canada has at least some part to play with Western's decision because there's nothing else. Surely it's not out of the goodness of their heart or because <laughs> they've decided to follow the science that now they've made this decision. So this, I, I take this in part as a win for us. It's a win for freedom. It's a win for the students. But I think we, we can say we have our hands somewhere on this baton mm -hmm. that, that took it to this point. And you know they haven't really changed their tune based on the reality that despite this one concession, they haven't totally switched their approach to mandates and mass. So we have to stay vigilant and we have to continue to push back lest these tyrants fall back on their default position. So despite the concessions made concerning the vax mandate, Western maintains the right to be unscientific and operate some form of little tyranny, maybe small, but still little tyranny. And this is from the exact same release that we heard Andrew speak from. That said, public health guidance remains clear. Vaccination continues to be the best defense against severe illness and hospitalization. We will address that at length tomorrow so you stay tuned and you better tune in to hear what dr malone has to say say about that continuing on we strongly encourage everyone to remain up to date on their vaccinations masks and here's the rub here masks will still be required in instructional spaces in the winter term after the december break to minimize any continued transmission of the virus as a reminder medical grade masks are available for free in libraries and some of our largest classrooms so a win but a measured win and i do think andrew the students kudos to them for pushing back and saying enough's enough this is insane and also for reaching out to organizations like us so we can support them in that and in this case actually legally support them in the courts to bring cases and pressure on western to stop it to just stop because everything that they said in that little piece that i read is actually garbage it's garbage yet had nobody pushed back they would have gone ahead with these vax mandates that are dangerous, especially for people in this cohort, this age cohort that is not susceptible to severe outcomes for COVID. It makes absolutely no sense. And I think it's just a big win, but it's it's a big win that we can't then just rest on our laurels. It shows the importance of continuing to fight. This win comes alongside what we we talked about in our last program the victory in ottawa that the the covid tyrants in neely kaplan mirth that evil wicked woman uh she couldn't put forward a mass mandate in school and that's because parents stood up and pushed back so we're seeing a trend if we stand up fight for our rights and push back against these tyrants they will buckle they will crumble so we have to keep that in mind moving forward and not rest on our laurels guys we're not going back to pre-2020 okay we're not going back to normal because normal wasn't that good anyway and this this has now awoken so many people especially on our side of the aisle to the predilections of these these dictators these tyrants and we have to continue to fight yeah one of those five students will actually be joining us lord willing next week the plan mm -hmm. is to have him on the show and we're going to talk about his experience and why he sought an exemption 
and then obviously the feeling when it was actually granted. And so this it's going to be a great interview when we actually talk to one of the students who was pushing back against this. It'll be good. That I mean, that statement that you read, Matt, it's it is all false. The only thing that's true in that statement is that medical grade masks are available for free. But even that's <laughs> probably not entirely true because I'm sure somewhere in the government funding, right? So yeah. it's free maybe for the students, but the yeah. truth is it's tax, it's, it's tax dollars. So it's not free. So even that is technically factually inaccurate. So, so it's all, it's all, it's, it's all lies. It's all <laughs> propaganda. It is the best defense against not having your heart. Like it's, it is the, if you want your heart to explode, get the jab. That's what it should say. The jab is the best way to have myocarditis. It's the best way to have blood clots. It is the best defense against a healthy life. That's what they should say. It is the best defense against a healthy life. So stay up to date on the poison. Mass will be required because, I mean, we still need to virtue signal mm-hmm. and we still need to force compliance. And, yeah, and you let can't you know take that, that away charged. from us. No, you can't. Listen, well, we won't, we won't put the poison in you, but we'll still have the leashes letting you know, but you're right. We take this, we take this win. This is good. We need to build on it. And you know, if, if Western university is going to respond or reinstate their unscientific evil lawless mandates, then again, if you go to Western university and you happen to be listening to the show, or if you know someone who goes to Western university, or if you're on staff at Western university, I'm just telling you right now, if Western decides to pull this again mm-hmm. and expel students, you will be seeing my face. I, I will I will come to London and we will bring with us thousands of people to protest and rally in front of your university. And we will call for the end of this lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put tremendous pressure on you. And we're going to take you to court like this. This isn't a joke here. This is mm-hmm. this is not a threat. I will come to London. We will take you to court. Like that's that's what we're going to do. That's what we're committed to. Mm-hmm. It's, that's how how evil this whole situation and is. I, and so- I want people to know you have an advocate with us here at the Liberty Coalition Canada. The, the, it, we're not going back to the days where you had nobody to turn to. Our resources are limited. We're a small group of people, but you have an advocate with us. So reach out to us. Lean on us, and we'll make a way to make it happen. Uh, But that really is why, in this season, I know you've heard it. I know you might be sick of hearing it, but please consider leaving a donation with us because we can only do so much. um, Because we all have families, we all have, uh, we're all living in the same economy that you're living in with massive um, once in a lifetime inflation due to our government's idiotic economic policies. We're all living under it, but we do not want to go back to the days where you guys don't have an advocate and we want to flex our muscles, put all our resources and all our connections together to make sure that you and your civil liberties are protected. That is what we're trying to do here at the Liberty Coalition Canada. And that's regardless if you're Christian or not. So I want you to know that we're here to fight for you. You can download or you can uh, just scan the, the, the QR code down at the bottom of the page or go over to our website, like I said, uh, at the top of the program to donate there. But we just want you to know that. I'll say this too, before we move on to our our second story, I do want to say for those of us or for those of our audience already who've supported us financially, who've donated, we've noticed. I mean, so we, we, Mm -hmm. we saw that October was actually a really, really great month. We started talking in October a little bit more about plans for, not just fundraising, but our goals for next year. And, and already our audience, our friends, our allies around the country, you've been supportive. You've been generous people. I mean, we've seen, we've seen some generous gifts. We have seen some people very kind and very gracious to us. And Mm -hmm. so we appreciate that. We don't want to take that for granted that in the midst of everything that, that you just said, Matt, we still have people who are being generous, who are being supportive. And we are, we, we, our goal is to not, let you down in that we want to take that we want to take those resources and we want to do more shows we want to do more coverage we want to do more news we want to do more advocacy we want to do all of that stuff 
more and more and more. I have so many plans. Being a United Andrew. Flight for Freedom. I know, I know you do. I, I have so, so many plans. I. Lots uh, of plans. You do too. And, and lots we can of only do it yeah, with, with your help. Absolutely. There's a lot of good stuff. So thank you mm-hmm. for, those, for, for, for our audience, for our, our, our supporters so far. Thank you so much. You've been generous. We have noticed it. We are thankful for it. Now, before we do get into our last story for the day, if you haven't noticed, Christmas is fast approaching. My house already has a tree and decorations and Christmas music abounding. The weather today doesn't feel like it. It's kind of gray and rainy, but nevertheless, the Christmas season is in the air. Tomorrow is December the 1st, and here's what you can be certain of. You can be certain that all of the woke and status coffee companies that you despise, and by the way, they despise you too, will be offering you cute little gift bags full of bitter coffee and mugs made via child labor, all in an effort to take your money for overpriced coffee, I would say, and fund their corporate socialism. That's why I'm truly thankful for our friends over at Resistance Coffee. They also have a wonderful gift idea for the holidays. Not only does their coffee taste fantastic, they also use part of your money to fund the fight for freedom and liberty in Canada. Head over to resistancecoffee.com slash LCC and give the gift of coffee. You can purchase a little resistance, two bags of your choice, a mug of your choice, a resistance gift bag, and some resistance stickers, all for $55 plus free shipping. Or... If you're more seasoned and for that other special person in your life, you can purchase a lot of resistance. Or if you just like a ton of coffee and you want two mugs, if you're like, I want four bags of coffee and I want different mugs to choose from, do that too. I don't want to, we don't want to discriminate against you. Go buy a whole lot of resistance, four bags of coffee, your choice, two mugs, your choice, a resistance gift bag, some resistance stickers, just $95 plus free shipping. I don't want to sound hyperbolic, but unless you're like the Grinch whose heart is three sizes too small and and to and to show that you really love those closest to you this holiday season, get them some resistance. Get them some good coffee. Get them off whatever garbage they're drinking. Resistancecoffee.com slash LCC. You get 10% off your first purchase. On top of all that, on top of the great deals and the promos, you get 10% off your first purchase. And continue to use that slash LCC for all of your purchases so that they know that we sent you and so we can continue to do right by our sponsors. Absolutely, Andrew. And we have another story coming out of a Canadian university. And this one is of a different uh, variety. Um, actually, the news surrounding this story coming from Redeemer University is is quite tr- tragic. Um, and it's it's it is with a heavy heart that we cover it. Um, but uh, on Thursday last week, a student at Redeemer University committed suicide. And it has been, it has absolutely rocked the school. Obviously, um, small, tight knit community there, and I think we can all agree that this is tragic. It's a horrible thing that took place. It's devastating, and as if that weren't enough, many are using this opportunity. Right, never let a crisis go to waste. Waste is apparently the motto of the left, as an opportunity to call out what they say is the cause of this suicide. And that is Redeemer's hateful and discriminatory beliefs and expectations as a Christian school. This is what was written about Redeemer when the story came out. Let me read it for you. And I'll have to massage some of the language because uh, it's it's quite... Uh, there's a, There's a few epithets in here. While we're still working on the details of what happened on the school campus, Lauren wrote on Twitter, I, I'm, I'm assuming a Redeemer alum or current student, um, wonder what toxic homophobic discriminatory environments lead to? Question mark. This stuff, uh, said in a different light, disgusted and disappointed for all 
for the unteenth time in Redeemer University, every person matters. I mean, pause. Apparently not preborn people in the womb or elderly people at the end of their lives. Those we can kill and stank sanction those with taxpayer money. But for our purposes, she would probably narrowly define person in a way that would be atrocious. But anyways, she continues, F your homophobic agenda. That's how she ends it. Another person said the school needs to be held fully accountable for this suicide. There is blood on their transphobic and queerphobic hands, according to that student. And this is a sad reality, is when we see tragedies like this or shootings down south or whatever it may be, these tragedies are always used by the left to push their agenda. And that is what we're seeing right away. They're using this tragedy to punish Redeemer for holding to biblical norms and a biblical view of marriage and sexuality. This is where legislation like Bill C-16 and Bill C-4 could be leveraged by these activists against Redeemer University and anybody who would hold their similar values for creating an unsafe space where a marginalized group is being oppressed. This is from SNBC 13. Read, we'll read this. A former student of the school who spoke to us on condition of anonymity confirmed that a student died by suicide at the school campus. Students said they did not feel safe at the school as this is not the first case of suicide on campus. According to the report, the mental health support group for non-binary students led by non-binary students was not permitted to promote their presence on campus. Students are scared if they speak out about what is happening at their school. The administration will take legal sanctions and actions against them or other disciplinary action that would affect either their employment or their academic performance. However, as non-binary students attending the school, several students have said that they have not felt protected by the school. So there you have it. Redeemer, toxic environment, unsafe. Therefore, they're responsible for a suicide, which last time I checked is self-killing. Um, so I don't know how others would be responsible for that, but that is the tone that is being set. That is what's being communicated by these articles, um, like we're seeing from SNBC 13. And they're not alone in using this tragedy, which truly is a tragedy, um, to to push their narrative and push their agenda and uh, clamp down on, on those who would hold the biblical norms. Yeah, this this story is flying under the radar. Mm -hmm. This is deeply, deeply alarming. This, this, it, to to actually understand what's being said here, and what's going on, should should cause Christians grave concern. So I know for a fact that a number of pastors are planning on crafting letters, open letters, or letters to be sent to Redeemer University, to faculty there, to both encourage them and to call them to be faithful and stand firm in their faith and in their convictions. But what we're seeing here in this release is is very troublesome. So let's I mean let's try to survey the situation piece by piece. Redeemer University is a Christian university that holds to a Christian biblical sexual ethic that God has created humanity in a binary, 
male and female. You're not both, you're not neither, you're one or the other, and you cannot switch teams at any point in your life for any reason. That sex and gender are tied together and you are as, as God has made you and God has made humanity in that binary and then he has created marriage, he has instituted marriage to be the union of that man and that woman to come together in a one flesh union to have the two halves in the sexual spectrum come together to form a sexual whole, a one flesh union is how the scriptures describe it, that this is historic Christian belief. And we would say even prior to the institution of the Christian church, this has been Jewish belief since creation. So those who have known and loved and feared the true and living God have held this perspective for thousands of years. It is the same belief that undergirds all civilizations. All cultures are built upon this binary and this truth. And the fact is that Western culture has been the blessing that it has been to the world and has seen the advancements in technology, science, medicine, because it has been grounded upon a biblical worldview. So this is the tradition in which Redeemer sits. So if you are living a life that is diametrically opposed to that, which is your, that's, that's, you are free to do that. Number one, why would you attend such an institution? Knowing that your beliefs and your practices are the exact opposite of the institution. Number one. Number two, even if you do decide to attend said institution, knowing what they believe, what gives you the right to subvert the institution and think that now you can bring in a, an opposing or a competing worldview to infiltrate and to affect the institution, to think that your worldview is equal and should not only be, should only be validated, but you have a right to question and change. It just, it seems to me the, the epitome of arrogance, but what's dangerous is that this is exactly what we have seen, this cultural Marxist behemoth, this monster, this cultural freight train has been doing in the West for a hundred years or so. And this is an example of something that's dangerous and concerning because if the, the language that they're using is that Redeemer is the one with the toxic, dangerous, unsafe worldview, when the truth is it's a worldview that has been held by the church for 2000 years. But then this other worldview here that recognizes non-binary and transgenderism, that this is the safe, affirming, welcoming, inclusive <laughs> worldview. But here's, here's the rub. Okay. And this is where people need to wise up to what's going on. First of all, that's completely false. Mm -hmm. And we know that's completely false because those who give themselves over to this lifestyle, are the ones who commit suicide at the highest rate of any demographic in the history of the world. Jewish yes. people in the midst of the Holocaust who were being transported in train cars and sent to gas chambers and burned alive were not killing themselves at the same rates as those who believe Absolutely. that they are transgender. Mm -hmm. Black people during the height of the transatlantic slavery were not killing themselves at this rate. This mm -hmm. is not merely a lifestyle choice. This is a substantial mental illness that needs to be dealt with in a loving, honest way. And what you don't do is say, oh, no, you're fine. Just feed the delusion. Mm -hmm. Then you will see these incredible rates of suicidality. You will see a catastrophically lower life expectancy rate. You're also going to see in some of these lifestyles, I and mean, the reality is the domestic abuse rates in, in these kinds of couples is much higher than it is in heterosexual couples. Like people are going to hear this and think you're one of those bigots. What we're saying is that's the dangerous worldview. Yeah. That's the dangerous lifestyle that leads to death and destruction. Andrew, and that's toxic, not the biblical one. Yeah. That's the at, one that's, that's the safe one. It's at root anti-imago day. It's anti-human because it goes against the way that God's created human beings to function that's right. in his world. So we're pro-human we're pro 
these people living according to God's norms in a healthy manner because it's never a healthy thing to go outside of God's created norms because as we've said on the program, God, God just didn't create the laws of physics and, and creational laws that we understand when we're in the scientific realm. Um, he's created norms too. And that's why, despite what these people might say that, oh, the, the high suicidality because, uh, is because society doesn't accept them. The reality is the numbers post-operation, the numbers even still to this day where you're seeing this lifestyle trumpeted from Disney cartoons all over Hollywood everywhere all the time it's shoved in your face and tried and people like our prime minister are trying to norm it despite all of that the suicidality within this community is the highest out of any demographic in the entire world and it's always been that case because they're seeking in the suppression in their unrighteous suppression of the truth to live contra the, the the image of god in them and that is what is so you can't live in that tension in the world that god's created us it's it there's too much cognitive dissonance you can't do it it's impossible so they're trying to live impossible lives and now andrew it's not enough for them to try and live these lives, but they're trying to change the entire culture and all these institutions to conform to their subjective understanding of themselves. And we shouldn't be surprised that Andrew, uh, like you made a comment, Oh, what gives you the right to think you can change this institution? Well, what gives you the right to think that you can kick against God's norms that he's created? Uh, it's only logical. If you think you can literally uh, throw off God's created design that you might think you can create institutions in your own image because that's essentially what you're trying to do. But this is a spirit that that sadly and fundamentally is the same spirit of the serpent in the garden that did, has God really said. He's worried that you're going to be gods in your own eyes. You're going to create a world uh, of your own making. That is fundamentally the same destructive and sinful attitude that lays at the root of original sin and that has led to all death, all destruction for all time because of sin entering into the world. This and is chaos. This, and we've said it over and over on our program. It's Christ or chaos. Those who hate Christ love death. This lifestyle leads to death. Now, I would hope it wouldn't be deaths of suicide because we don't want anybody, regardless of their inclinations and their worldview, to take their own lives in a fit of despair. No, we want to call them to repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that though you might be a foot soldier of Satan, like us all in Adam, that he offers you an everlasting kingdom of a great inheritance through his son. And he just says, put down your arms, join my kingdom, and you'll get full pardon for doing it. That is the call. And that's what we're going to call everyone to do, whether you're struggling with your sexuality or not. That is the same call that goes out to every person. Lay down your silly little idols. Give up your stupid kingdom. Stop being a foot shoulder of Satan and, and join the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And especially in this Advent season, it's important to remember that. And there's a, there's, there's a blaring irony in the statements made by these students here. And the irony is that what they're saying is, that recognizing the non-binary and the safe space and the, the this group and this counseling and this worldview, that really that's going to be for the good of people, that we really care about people. But those toxic, transphobic, queerphobic Christians, they're just, they're, you know, ooh, patriarchy. But here's the <laughs> irony. The irony is because we look at people who are made in the image of God and because they have worth, value, and dignity, we are the ones who are actually concerned with their joy, 
and with their flourishing and with their peace and with their fruitfulness, not their happiness, not the not 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 their satisfaction, not giving into whatever cravings or ideas they have, which are fleeting. And all it takes is one phone call, one moment, one situation and happiness turns on a dime. No, what we're concerned with is deep and lasting meaning, purpose and joy. And it is found only in conformity to the word of God and to God's design. And then the group that would say, no, 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 no. You know how you're going to find it. You're going to find it in throwing off the shackles of this patriarchal, archaic religious system. You're going to find it in mutilating yourself. You're going to find it in taking chemicals that will sterilize you so you can't procreate. You're going to find it in feeding a delusion that will only lead to more harm and suicidality. And so there, and, and their reasons for it, like we don't seek to gain financially for this, but there are lobbyists and activist groups and people in the medical industry that gain financially big time by continuing to push this or people who would use this as political mm -hmm. leverage to win elections. Whereas mm -hmm. what we're saying is this will make us unpopular. Yeah. This will make us lose political capital. And this is not done for our financial gain. We we do not have a dog in the fight in the same way that the other side of this mm -hmm. argument does. We actually save for care wanting for the souls. Of yeah, exactly. Save, save from wanting souls saved. And and so the the, the, and, the, the, the so the first danger is understand that th that's that's really toxic. Yeah. The, and the, Andrew, understand your, what's really going on here. On, on your point of joy, I just want to say this. It kind of sounds a little childish, maybe Sunday schoolish, but it's a really really great acronym for people to understand. Biblically speaking, joy comes from loving Jesus, others, and then yourself. Okay, what we see in this instance of you know defining all your created norms, your structure, trying to play your own god, you jettison Jesus. You say, this is who I am. So you're living for yourself primarily, first and foremost. And then you try and mold others around you to fit your little kingdom. And that leads to destruction and anxiety. And it's, it's, it's the opposite of how you obtain joy in your life. So again, put down your silly idols, abandon your false kingdom, and, and submit to the yoke of Christ and you'll experience true joy and happiness in him because it comes from Jesus, others, and yourself. That how That's how you experience joy in this world. And though it sounds Sunday schoolish, it's very important to remember. I want to say also um, the last thing I say that, again, the first, the first danger or the first thing to be aware of is the irony is, is the fact that truth has been flipped on its head that those who say they care really don't care. And those who are being made to be the villains actually care the most. Mm -hmm. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is this. I've had a number of people ask me just in the last number of months, Andrew, you know, what's next? Right? They, they see that my tinfoil hat has now been fashioned into a glorious jewel-encrusted tinfoil crown that has recently been adapted to a full-body tinfoil suit of armor. So they, they see it. It radiates. The light reflects. And they, 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 they say to me, Andrew, okay, What's next? You're you're in you're in fighting the culture war. You're you're engaged in political stuff. What's next? This is next. This is next. That this monster is coming for the church. Bill C four wasn't just the, the the government's way of saying, oh well, we want to make sure that people are protected. No no no. Bill C four was an evil antichrist state saying. We want to come against the church. If you look at the preamble of Bill C-4, it says that historic biblical Christian beliefs of a male-female binary in marriage as normative is mythological. That is now in Canadian law that our beliefs are myth. And if we would tell someone, your life needs to line up with this and not with something other than this, that we are liable for huge fines or imprisonment. And so this, this is, this is part of where the fight is now. I, I I've said before that I think the next wave of totalitarianism in Canada and maybe the world more broadly is a two pronged attack attack. One of those prongs is going to be climate change and climate alarmism. 
which will crush the world and Western society more broadly because of issues economically, because of food production, because of rolling ever, that one of, the, one of these arms of the attack is going to be climate alarmism. The other arm is going to be the radical sexual agenda stuff, which will primarily and almost exclusively focus on those who hold to a biblical Christianity. So this is what's next. If you are a Christian, if you love the Lord, and if you believe in his word and his design for marriage and sexuality, what's next is they're coming for you. Mm -hmm. They believe that you believe silly, dangerous myths, that mm -hmm. you are hurting people, you are creating unsafe environments. So what you need to do is you need to surround yourself with other like-minded Christians who have spines who will not back down and bow to this beastly state. And you need to pull your kids out of government indoctrination centers, and you need to train them and raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And you mm -hmm. need to build strong communities. Like, I feel like I keep saying this over and over yeah. again, because this is the play. This yeah. is the play because this is what's next. They're mm -hmm. coming for you. They're coming for your children. They're coming for your churches. Mm -hmm. And this is evidence of it. If you think that Western, if you think Redeemer is just going to get off. Mm -hmm. Something is coming where there's going to have to be some sort of capitulation, mm -hmm. some sort of bowing. There's going to have to be a pinch of incense offered upon yep. the altar of the state. They're not going to get away with this with just a slap on the wrist. Mm -hmm. the, the, the cultural Marxist behemoth will seek to devour them. Yeah. Understand what's coming for you people. And the this this pincer approach, this two-prong approach that you're talking about, this is just all wrapped up into the ESG uh goals. The 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 S the the, the SDGs coming out of um the UN. It's all wrapped up in there, right? We're talking about environmentalism and then social and governance are all based on this neo-Marxist communo enviro fascistic worldview that we've talked about over and over again in the pro program. This is what's coming down the pike. And it's going to come for you first, Christian, probably because you're standing on principles that they despise most, but it's not going to end there. It's not going to end there. And that's why I think all the, the listeners that we have in the freedom movement need to understand these things and and fight back continually. That's that's what we said at the top of the program when it came to the Western story. And that's what we'll continue to say now is unless if we continue to push back and hold these people accountable and say, listen, we're not going along with this neo-Marxist program that you're putting us through these things are going to be put in place and the draconian tyranny is only going to get worse and worse and worse. And they're going to establish measures that are going to make speaking out harder and harder to do. So that's why we exist on the Liberty Coalition, because we're trying to push back against this, advocate for you uh, legally. We're trying to defend your civil liberties, but we're also doing this news and analysis, which enables us to interact with what's coming out, interact with news media and commentary and give a new perspective change the overton window in canada to shift from just this little five by four with only neo-marxist um views allowed to expand to um a, a, an entire worldview that includes biblical christianity and that's why we really uh, found the need to do what we do here on the program and to continue to push back against all that is coming down from our globalist overlords, as we've said on the program. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep fighting and doing more. We are going mm -hmm. to. And again, this is why we need your support. Your why help. we need your help. Yeah. We, because because the truth is, we want next year. We want to take on more cases as we're able than we did this past year. Next year, we want to do more shows and maybe bring on other people to do new shows. Next year, we want to continue to train Christians who will run in all levels of elections, municipal, provincial, and federal. Next year, we want to take aim at MAID. We want to speak out against and we want to get our hands dirty in the fight against doctor assisted murder and suicide which is a great evil and as of march 13th will now be extended to anyone who's simply depressed like this in our world you can see the corruption and the degradation that sin 
has brought and that the abandoning of biblical worldview has given us. So we exist not only to educate, to train, and to equip, but to actually push back and be a part of the fight for freedom and liberty in Canada, and not freedom and liberty for freedoms and liberty's sake. Not just freedom and liberty as the individual defines it, but freedom and liberty as God defines it because he alone is the standard for right, wrong, truth, and authority. And so help us to continue to do the work that we're doing. And we promise you, we we are not going to self-censor. We are not going to stop saying what needs to be said. We're not going to stop doing what needs to be done. We will continue to work with you and churches and freedom fighters in this country to be pushing for a united front for restoring liberties and freedoms in Canada. That's what we're about here. A hundred percent. And we can only do that with your support. So again, if you would consider uh, going over to our website, libertycoalitioncanada.com and supporting us over there um, or throughout the video, there's a handy QR code that you can just scan your screen and it'll take you right over there. That would be wonderful. Thank you again for tuning in for this special I guess it's a special university episode, Andrew, um, where we covered a few things coming out of Canadian universities. Um, But I think it really is indicative of the fact that if we continue to fight, if we continue to push back, if we continue to get each other's backs and then ultimately to stand up for God's created norms in society, we're going to have victories. We're going to beat the tyrants and the the social justice warriors, but we can't do that if we don't enter the fight. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the program. We do value your, your viewership and all your support. And as we say at the end of every program till next time galatians 5 1 thanks for tuning in to liberty dispatch a united front to restore liberty and justice in canada please subscribe to our podcast and rumble channel as well as visit our website at www.libertycoalitioncanada.com